ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, look how good that intro is for the show. <laughs> I'm the Gnarly Gnome. I, um, your guide through craft beer happiness, um, circus wonderment, um, everything that shouldn't be under the same roof together is here, and it, for some reason, makes perfect sense. We're at, are we at Berkus or are we at Birkus? Well, we're, we're pushing the... <laughs> We're pushing the beer side of things, you know. I mean, I'm one of them scary clowns, so we're kind of working away from the circus. Beerkus is the Flemish pronunciation, but, you know, you asked. I don't normally correct folks. I like Beerkus. I feel like all of the folks here in greater Cincinnati, northern Kentucky, are going to call it Berkus. With a real real hard er. (laughs) We're here in Marka. No no, no figures. So I guess we should start things. Normally we start things off with um, a segment called From the Beer Phrase where we talk about beer. But I feel like we need to talk about this entire concept first. We are drinking beer, lest anyone think that just because we're not starting with From the Beer Phrase, we're not drinking beer. um, And we'll get there. But it's a beer guess. It's... A circus that makes beer, or it's a brewery that has a circus. It's a, uh, a mixture of all of the above. I assume that people have read a little bit because this idea has been floating around here in Ludlow for how many years now? <laughs> I've, been, I've been working on this brewery for six years. Uh, but yes, it is. Circuses sell concessions to make money, so beer is our concessions arm, if you will. And without concessions, there is no circus. So beer really is the only way we're able to pay the light bill here for a couple years going on. But selling other people's beer, there's no margins there. It takes a while to put the right team in place to be able to make it on site. But here we are making beer in Ludlow, Kentucky. But, you know, even beyond, you know, craft beer is a really kind of special industry, I guess is the best way that I put it. The way it the way it integrates itself with a community. And I, from what I understand, I'm, I'm not a circus guy. I'm, you know, I assume that you guys are all w- much more versed in the circus lifestyle than I am. But from what I understand, it's very much the same way where it's, inter- you know, it's very much intertwined with the community that it is. A lot of, a lot of circuses around the world are funded by the communities that they are in. Um, it, it makes perfect sense that this all, this whole thing would work together, craft beer and a circus. Why hasn't anybody else done this? Well, why hasn't anybody else done this in the United States? <laughs> well, I'm, Although that's a really good seg- segue into kind of the story of where it all started, but um, it just it seems it seems brilliant to me. Well, it's not it's not my idea. My buddy uh, brews beer, beer in, in Belgium. I met him at the circus conference in Berlin. In 2010. The, the, so the NICE conference? The NICE look, network. Look at how good my research oh, man, is. I like that. The <laughs> network of international circus educators. Okay. So, um, and I was like, man, that, that's a great idea. Can we do it here? He said, sure. So we have a license agreement. All we have to do is invite them to come when we open. So we'll have some Belgian circus performers join us. So they're from uh, Ghent, which is the Flemish part of Belgium. They're pretty anti-government folks. So they brew beer to fund their circus. And I thought... That's pretty neat. So it's been a long project, but we're here, and I, I don't make the beer. I just throw the parties. So Well, um, and we'll talk about who makes the beer here, too, when we start talking about the beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the other kind of aspect that we probably need to talk about a, a little bit longer later in the show, too, is this idea of how everything is being funded 
going into this where you guys are also kind of um i think rocking the boat is the way you worded it earlier you know <laughs> of, yeah, i mean of what's normal and what what people are supposed to do to fund a brewery um and you've your investors are not just big money guys that are accredited investors um somehow you managed to find a way a a loophole a new law um it was where? so it was the jobs act right so president obama put this whole thing about the jobs act and it took years for the security and exchange commission to actually put down the rules and Graydon is the law firm that I worked with in town and they've got this big SEC like security and exchange group and they had never even heard of this whole regulation A plus so I had to educate the lawyers <laughs> and then the lawyers were like wow this is really crazy and my lawyer was a brewer for a while and he wanted to get involved so it was kind of like good cop bad cop so we got this young hotshot lawyer and this older lawyer and the old guy you know Dick's like ah oh, you can't do this I'm like no we can just be patient with us so we so for a thousand dollars you can actually have equity you can be an owner in our company so it's not like your name's on the wall it's not like a mug club you know you don't get a sweatshirt but you actually are you don't even get a sweatshirt no you no you gotta <laughs> buy the sweatshirt come on this is the deal that's investors you, you, this is the deal we'll give you some glasses you know, abc always be closing no you know you, you're, you're an investor and you don't want me giving stuff away that's true <laughs> okay right so it, it is different but um you know it, it's an important piece of the puzzle because nobody i didn't want to have two or three wealthy folks tell me how to do it or why to do it because they they right. come to the circus and they got great seats in the circus but that's not the soul of the circus the circus is for the folks in the cheap seats and so i talk about this kind of investment for blue collar no collar and white collar so we, we've got we've got a very diverse group of folks who've invested and you could invest and we still have some units available so we've, we sold 308 units at a thousand bucks a pop so i, I think yeah, you know, I've been trying to engage this brewing community, so thank you for coming out. This is really cool, you know, and a, a brief commercial, but you know, if you want if you want in, it's not too late. And there there is a return and it's you're an investor and you get some input. You don't get any voting rights because it's the, it's our circus train you're right. on, but but you still get some input. Well, and you 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 get that place to hang your hat and say, yeah, "Well, this is this is my space. This is something that I'm helping create and in a very different way than I think a lot of places around town where they have real great uh, Kickstarters and, and crowdfunding that, that, that is good for something. Um, but I think that it's not, it's not meeting a uh, desire for a lot of people that really want to be a part of something. And you guys have... It's an old circus hustle. It's like butts in the seats, okay? So, like, I want to have 100 to 120 investors because that's a third of the year where someone's going to throw a party here in this building. And it's, it's, it's a butts in the right. seats thing. You know, right. Hey, come to this place. I'm an owner. I'm an investor. You know, so it will be like a country club or, or some fraternal organization, except it's like, hey, I own a brewery. That, 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 that's the goal. Um, from, from what I can see about this place, it's very far from a country club. <laughs> <laughs> so, Conceptually. <laughs> well, um, I, I don't want to get too much into the story of, 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 of what Birka says because it, it's out there. If anybody hasn't listened to... Um, the Louisville Beer Podcast. You were on there talking about it. Uh, Rivers, River City. But the, the idea and the the story of where it came from, and kind of a little bit of your background and stuff with the circus and stuff is all there. So, I want to talk about where you're at now because there is beer. <laughs> and so, oh, I got a little. I think they call them stingers. Yeah. From the beer fridge. It's from the beer fridge because we used to have a studio set up, which is where we did the show, and we had a beer fridge. We just pulled whatever we had in there. Well, from the bright tank. From the bright tank. Directly from the bright tank. Um, so, 
I'm drinking a Kolsch. Um, well, um, introduce yourself to the audience. You are the, uh, do you call yourself a brewmaster, a master brewer, a head brewer, the beer maker, the... Uh... Um, I mean, my title's brewmaster, but I'll go by whatever you want to call me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody your name. My name's Sean Greger. What is kind of what is what is your history with um, brewing beer, making beer? Um, what what brought you into this space? I grew up um, at Church Street Brewery up in Chicago. Uh, it's my parents' brewery. They've been open since 2012. Just had their five year anniversary. Um, I ended up moving out to Cincinnati to go to school. Uh, swam for UC for a couple of years, but hated it and uh, stopped swimming. And once I was done swimming, I wanted to get back into brewing and um, started looking for jobs and saw this one and it was just kind of right place right time it was a good fit for me and uh, did you have to do a double take when you saw the idea (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah a little bit (laughs) it was definitely unique but um, once I actually came in and saw the building and saw what he was doing and you know he's got a good slideshow of uh, of all the events he used to throw I mean I mean it was pretty easy to sell me on it um, if you just see pictures of the old shows he used to throw in here, right. I mean, really cool stuff, really cool people. So didn't take me too long. So what's, what's kind of the, uh, the, the guiding philosophy of, of what goes on tap here? What, um, gets brewed? Is there a, is there a guiding philosophy or <laughs> is it, um, it started off as, you know, since it was a Belgian idea, um, we originally pitched a, uh, mainly Belgian-themed brewery, but uh, Church Street's kind of a German-style German, German style brewery, so we actually started off with a few German styles um, and, you know, branched out from there, try to make a little bit of something for everybody. But really, as our as our neighbor likes to call it, we try to make every beer poundable. So <laughs> we want you to be able to have more than one. Uh, <laughs> it's not, no, we do a little bit of crazy beers. We're, we're, delving into that but uh mostly it's just kind of good drinkable beer well the thing is it it's a gimmick right oh this circus oh it's stupid or oh, it's like you know what that's fine you know and i don't have time to f- fight and argue with people and if the beer is is lousy it is a gimmick all right so i mean quality i think is is such an important piece of the puzzle and, and when sean you know joined the team i said i'm look i'm never going to argue with you about yeast strains or your hop choice i don't know anything about beer just make something that is going to stand up to to the quality because you know for 20 years i've been performing and i'm not in the corner twisting balloons you know people think i'm a clown and i'm scared of clowns and whatever you know people there's a closed-mindedness that exists a lot of places so the beer's great quality i mean it's neat to be on untapped and see people's you know great reviews it's great to do these investor nights like there's not one beer that stands out to people like hey i gotta get this one you know like everybody finds something that they're really into and that shines as far as you know i'm concerned it's like you know wow what a great hire what a great partner you know really making this happen well i don't i don't know that it's a bad thing to say something is necessarily a, a gimmick um in in a lot of respects, the beer is a gimmick for the circus. The circus is a gimmick for the beer. The, the, the you know, like you said, concessions are what kept circuses, you know, running. And so, it, like it, 
for some reason that 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 gimmick term always comes off sounding bad but it's yeah, it, you know sure. it, it butts in the seats like you said butts it gets gets people here <laughs> it's something that as long as it, you come in and it stands up to what it should be then it's it's a good gimmick <laughs> you know like a, a gimmick can be a good thing yeah, and um from what i'm tasting so far it's 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 pretty solid i've had um the the kolsch which you were telling me a little bit about when i came in and uh and got it. Why don't you kind of tell people a little bit about the story behind it, and then we'll kind of go into some of the other beers and, and talk about those too. Well, uh, on this Kolsch, we kept it pretty traditional um, for all but one thing, uh, and that is instead of using white wheat malt, we used wheat bread from a blue oven in the bakery. Um, but I mean, outside of that, we used Czech size and some German mandarina. Um, for hops, and then we took an ale yeast very, very low and just kind of let it ferment slowly um, just to kind of mimic almost something lager-like in an ale. Um, and so it just turned out just smooth, light, drinkable, um, and it's kind of our flagship. It's called the Breaded Lady. It is called the Breaded Lady. <laughs> um, you, you were telling me how you use um, wheat from, from Blue Oven, mm-hmm. and then, Paul, you were talking about kind of the story about in, in Belgium um yeah it's, it's uh, the brussels beer project so the, these guys they're making beer out of uh two day and three day old baguettes so that in the eu finds bakers who make too much bread so you know kroger's throws away an enormous amount of bread i mean just it's incredible right so this idea of blue oven's getting ready to ramp up they got a new big farm they're working on so you know tying into you know they very you know very rarely are they throwing bread away because their bread's extraordinary but uh you know this idea of taking the waste or the concept, you know, Birkus is important from Belgium, the Brussels Beer Project, and I really got a lot of respect for these guys because the old monks over there, they don't really like the Brussels <laughs> Beer Project right. because they're, they're doing something that's innovative and they're solving some problems and they're right in downtown Brussels. You know, they're part of this whole kind of rejuvenation or gentrification, if you will. And, you know, here in Ludlow, we've been here for eight years and it's been in Really, so much development has happened. It's kind of like the over the Rhine of Northern Kentucky, like the over the Rhine of 15 <laughs> years ago. And again, it's hard for people to kind of process, but you know that that's another important piece of the Brussels Beer Project is how they're in a tough space but making it work. So, well, and and again, you know, I don't want to keep harping on it, but that's that's kind of what this whole idea is: is it's taking little pieces that by themselves may not necessarily work and putting them all together into this this bigger thing that all of a sudden this big light bulb goes like, oh, oh yeah, like, of course, you know, and that all, all of it together kind of works together. Um, some of the other beers, um, the Altavia, that's the, um, the German alt. That was, that was probably the first one I think that we started seeing kind of pop up around town. Yep. Um, I love German alt beers. I wish <laughs> there were more of them around town. I, uh, um, I, I'm actually really curious to try that one. Um, Comic Walrus. We need to talk about some of these names, too. <laughs> um, Comic Walrus. Um, an American Ale. Tell me about that one. That one was actually, we had a couple series of um, female focus groups where we'd bring in a, a tasting panel of women. Um, and I'd give them, you know, a lineup of beers, kind of more regular beers and fruited beers. And just kind of what it was really meant to be was... Um, just kind of a beer for somebody that was, you know, not a fan of normal beer. Um, so naturally we leaned towards the fruit side in those. And uh, we had one uh, that was a cranberry ginger beer. 
um, that ended up winning, you know, the tasting panel. We had votes at the end of who liked what best, and they'd rank them one to four, and, you know, we tallied them all up, and cranberry ginger's what won, so. Man, that sounds good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we made it at scale. It's our, it's our newest release. <laughs> uh, just finished it up about a week ago, so. It's effervescent. (laughs) (laughs) Which one is this? Uh, That's the comic walrus. Awesome. Okay, so in Ludlow, they used to have this amusement park that was here. It's strange, but it was the largest amusement park outside of Coney Island. And three guys put up money for the streetcar line, Covington, Newport, and Cincinnati, and they were ready to lose their shirt. So they built an amusement park in Ludlow, took on a fourth investor, and then they saved the streetcar line. And one of the circus acts, I've got a list of 40 different circus acts that performed in Ludlow from 1895 until 1917. And Sean, you know, I read them all. I was like, you got to pick a name, man. You know, so I was like, Hunt's Comic Walrus. This is the one. So Cranonball was closed. Cringer. We had a bunch of bad names, and we couldn't find the right one. So, you know, just... Let the brewmaster pick what he wants to call his beer. So, you know, it was one of these things where, you know, the, the focus group helped drive it. One of our investors was really in, interested in a beer like this. And I think a lot of the places, the cider is the kind of the toss-off for the ladies. But we want to do something a little bit different and be inclusive and, and get the feedback. So that's the, the comic walrus. It isn't, uh, you know, I don't. It's not cidery. It's not fruity. It's not. It's it. It's nice and smooth, like a lager, and that finish kind of comes in with that little bit of that that ginger kind of kick mm-hmm. to it. Um, yeah, it's just got a little bit of tartness from. I mean, we just added straight cranberry juice, which is which is very tart. Um, the base beer is not a sour, but obviously cranberry juice can make something a little bit tart. That's really good. I when I was reading the description, I'm thought you said something up perfect for the holidays but so refreshing it's enjoyable all year long and so i'm thinking all right it's a you know, kind of a christmasy kind of beer you know it's got this big cranberry ginger kind of thing going <laughs> on no it's this really would be really good in the summertime <laughs> it's fantastic <laughs> comic walrus <laughs> definitely one of my favorite beer names <laughs> uh lagoon that's the uh, scotch ale right mm-hmm. uh ludlow is an american pale ale Miss Patterson, um, Belgian, of course. You have to have the Belgian. And that's kind of uh, cool. So she won Miss America. She was from Ludlow. Um, in 1931, she won Miss America. Her house is, like, right down the street. So we were pouring beer in our parking lot for Shop Ludlow Day a couple of weeks ago, and her great-grandniece was here from Chicago, and she was like, oh, my gosh, there's a beer named after my auntie <laughs> carrying on, you know. And, and so, again, all of these, you know, really – we're not naming our beers after animals, okay? Or we're not, <laughs> right? It's not a puma. It's not a cougar bait or whatever. You know, it's like all of the lineage of Ludlow really lends itself right. to what we're doing here. So all of these beers, you know, are tied here to the local heritage. And uh, it's, it's neat because the marketing is town's 150 years old. So it's neat to be able to, like, capture this. Okay, this makes sense here and, and why we're doing it. And we end up bringing a really neat audience base from people who – moved out of Ludlow or have some tie to Ludlow, oh, that's really neat. Well, there's there's a lot of us that live in the greater Cincinnati area that just haven't ever paid attention to Ludlow, and this kind of shines a light on it. You start to dig into some of that history and some of the things that have happened here. You know, the, the lagoon, I, you know, 
was down here a while back and was over there, you know, near where it was, and I saw the sign, and I'm like, what the hell is that, you know? And I started kind of reading it, and then I got online and started Googling and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. You know, I had no idea anything about that, um, which I guess I should have mentioned that, the, the Scotch Ale Lagoon that's named after that, that amusement park that you were talking about. That, uh, um, Of course, there's Showman circus name i assume is where that one comes from the name um the breaded lady we talked about that your special brew so this is house brews um do you guys want to talk about that a little bit yeah we've done a couple of uh house brews so far one's been released uh we did uh a belgian triple for amerasia's ninth anniversary the um attila the plum attila right? the plum <laughs> yep. so it was a, it was a belgian triple with some uh, plum and black tea. And so this is a kind of a series that's going to be ongoing of test batches or what's what's the kind of the the idea behind it? Is it where people will get the chance to kind of brew their own, work with home brewers? What's the... Um, I mean, it was a pretty cool situation for Amerasia. It was Natalie Phillips... Um, has been involved at, you know, in the, in the brewing industry for a while now. And so, you know, it was really, she was the creative mind behind it right. where I was thinking it's, you know, it's an Asian restaurant. So maybe, you know, involve some rice, maybe get some sake yeast or something like that. But, uh, she took it in a whole nother direction where she made a Belgian, she wanted a Belgian triple. And, um, I, I made the recipe for the triple and then she was the one that decided to add the, um, plum and black tea to it. So it's a it's a pretty it's a fairly heavy beer, sitting at about nine percent. Um, but it, it just turned out really really smooth, and the the plum added just enough sweetness to uh, kind of mask it. That sound means it's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that is good. The um, the tea comes in well after it, you know, which oh, yeah. I, which I think is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plum isn't in your face it's it, it, you know uh, you mentioned that they're all like beers that you just want to sit here and just you know drink and <laughs> uh, what's the ABV on this one it's it's hovering just under nine yeah that's dangerous <laughs> <laughs> that's uh one to be at Amory you know there's such a great such a great beer you know bar slash restaurant I mean you know they won best Chinese food the past four or five years you know it's a great one, place and to, huge beer supporters yeah, too you huge, know they huge um I'm I'm impressed with what you guys are pouring right now. Um, I'm really excited to see how it kind of fits into this overall thing that's happening in Cincinnati with these different breweries. Everybody's trying to find their own personality. Everybody's trying to find their niche or whatever. And um, it seems like you guys are figuring that out just very naturally, just kind of by just doing your own thing, if that makes sense. Um, it... it, it bringing in, you know, somebody that's got such a, a great German brewing kind of family heritage. It's just, it, it, again, it just makes sense with you guys. So I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> this is, this is a cool idea and a cool space. Let's take a break. Um, sip on these beers a little bit, pay some bills and, uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about oh, Cincinnati beer. We'll, uh, we'll talk about where you guys fit into all this. Now comes the fun part. Right. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back. Sensi Brewcast, we are the voice of Sensi Craft. Round 
I look at I look at the Bud Light drinkers out there as a you know a forest to be harvested. They're all out there and, and they don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't you don't ever hear somebody say, Yeah, I used to drink that craft beer crap. But I <laughs> I went back to my Bud Light. You don't hear that, do you? No, you don't. You're listening to Cincy Breakfast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, Mike Cisneros here with a word about Brewhouse Dog Bones. By now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with a big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman's, Rheingeist, Eight Ball, Braxton, and more. At just five bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. But did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati Public, Fort Thomas Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across southwest Ohio and northern Kentucky. For more information on where to find Brewhouse Dog Bones or how to get your developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. Hi, this is Mike Stokes from Cincy Brew Bus. Cincinnati's craft beer scene is growing, and we want to take you to those locations. Here at Cincy Brew Bus, we love to introduce people to craft beer here locally in Cincinnati. We have an amazing craft beer scene. We have lots of routes to choose from and a lot of different places we can visit. Cincy Brew Bus is Cincinnati's premier and original craft brewery tour. We're the number one rated tour for breweries on TripAdvisor. We're the number one rated food and drink experience on TripAdvisor. And we're also the number two total tour overall on TripAdvisor here for Cincinnati. At Cincy Brew Bus, we provide a VIP tour experience for the novice and for the expert craft beer drinker. We like to take you out, show you how the beer is made, tell you about Cincinnati's rich brewing history, and at the same time, have fun, do some trivia, and drink some locally made fresh craft beer. This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Municipal Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> didn't change out that mellow music that comes back from the commercial. <laughs> so every every single week when I come back after commercial, I think this music's like way too like mellow and say, oh, I'm going to change that this week. And I just never do. So here we are. We're back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. We're at Birkus in Ludlow, Kentucky. And um, I want to talk about how you guys kind of fit into this quickly changing craft beer community the 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 
when this idea started, there was not nearly as many breweries as there are now. Um, I know you don't want to think of anything here as a, as a gimmick, but oh, it's all right. It's, as long as it's not a negatively connotated gimmick, right? I mean, yeah, it, I mean, it, 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 you know, I mean, it's it 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 is what it is, you know. And and I've been at twenty years. I've been producing and performing, right? And when I moved back to town, I reached out to an artist friend of mine. I was like, listen, I need someone who can make me look good, you know, make sure to tell, tell the story, make this thing happen. And, and that's where, you know, Ryan came into play, you know? So, I mean, he was here from a gimmick point of view. I mean, how many events did you take pictures here? Countless. Yeah. From wrestling to square dancing to <laughs> you name it. It's been a little bit of everything. Here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, shooting your kids on the veranda for early promo posters, you know? I mean, yeah. we've Photo- come a long way. People, shooting we, photographs. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been on film. That was a long time ago. That, that might have been pre-digital. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it. you need a destination to do neat things. And, you know, I, I'm a guy that says yes. You know, belly dance. Yes, we could do belly dance. You know, we did the summer camp fair. I was tired of paying 700 bucks to do a summer camp fair at Union Terminal. So I had all my friends. I was like, let's, let's do it here in Ludlow. So the horse camp actually brought a horse, you know, and it was great. So we had a horse over there in the corner, and for me it was the whole circus experience. I smelled shit and popcorn, and I was like, man, this is heaven. Like, this, is, this, is, this is the circus, right? So, you know, like th- th- that is um, – so where do we fit? We kind of fit. If any wherever. of the, uh, the legal beer community uh, is listening, no, there will not be shit anywhere near the beer producing. <laughs> <laughs> No ponies. <laughs> no ponies. There's no shit here now, just no. for the record. <laughs> but we are feeding pigs and cows, so we're, right. we're feeding. We're, we, we are producing a lot. You know, we had this big, you know, we just had to, we, we got listed as the Kentucky Proud with Agriculture Group. And first they said no, because our grain is bought from elsewhere. And I said, well, we, most of the water, all the water we buy is from Kentucky, and we're feeding cows in Kentucky, so you should reconsider and give us the Kentucky Proud logo. And sure enough, they had to reconsider. So we don't mind pushing back on folks that says, no, you can't do that. And we're like, well, you know, double check because <laughs> I think we fit the metrics here. I know it's hard to process, but, but you do your job and let's get us Kentucky proud. So we are Kentucky proud. So how has the, um, the beer community kind of embraced or not embraced what's happening here? Have you guys had people that have uh, reached out and been helpful to you guys, you know? And I, I know the guys down at Darkness will say nothing but fantastic things about what you guys are doing. and um. They've been great. You know, we, we, we pitched this idea of doing the circus for their grand opening, and they were like, no. Ron said yes. <laughs> Eric said no. <laughs> and then I was like, listen, we'll name you additionally insured. Just hire us for a dollar, and we'll do circus up on your roof. Everything's going to be cool. And we end up getting two big investors from that event. So they were fine opening their doors to us, and it was a collaborative spirit. So we did a big they had our alt beer on right after the fireworks this year, and we did some circus acts there, and people loved it. You know, here I spent a lot of energy trying to make a video of the work. Meanwhile, kind of someone organically shot a video on their cell phone, and it's been seen 5,000 times. So that's where we're taking this whole idea of circus and promotion. Like Budweiser has Clydesdales. We got circus freaks, you know, and when we show up, everyone's got their phone out, and they're tagging us and checking in and so they've been great. And Wooden Cask, I mean, I'll just kind of let, let you guys take over. I mean, Randy's been really a, an important piece of the puzzle here as far as, you know, our, our Alta Via was brewed there. and Yeah, and then anything we run into, I mean, 
starting up on a new system that, you know, none of us has obviously used it before. So we run into a lot of problems and had some questions and Randy's always been there to help us out, help us out of a jam. I would love, <laughs> I would love to have Randy sitting here right now and just talk to him about his idea of, or his, his opinion on having a circus in the middle of a brewery. <laughs> But you know Randy's cool, so like we <laughs> did been cor- there. We've been, yeah, yeah, so he's hosted us a couple times. Yeah, like, we brought the circus to his brewery. Like, you know, and that's the thing. That's what we're good at is creating destination. Okay, so like we did a big corporate team building, and you know Randy made a lot of money doing it. The caterer made a lot of money doing it. I did not make a lot of money doing it. Like I was the hustler and the producer and taught twenty five guys how to juggle and did balance and spun plates. And it was tough to get them to engage because they were like a sales group. But but, but it happened. Look and at Johnson was, spinning those plates over there. <laughs> it was weird. It's, it's crazy. But, like, that's one of the things that we're going to do here. You know, so I'm, I'm, I have a deep well of patience, okay, and, you know, fortitude. But, you know, proving concepts is like, yes, people want corporate team building, and they'll do it at a brewery. And here we did it at Randy's, you know, and, and we had great feedback. And that's something we'll do here on a regular basis. I mean, watch out, Camp Joy. All right? So you better, <laughs> you better get a brewery going, Camp Joy. I'm coming after your peoples. <laughs> so... In this whole, I mean, we, we've kind of mentioned a few times that this has been a long process to make this happen. Was there was there a point where you questioned it at all? Was there a time where you said, "This is this is not going to work," and started to kind of kind of falter on the idea? Just, we've had we've had many challenges, but uh, clowns fall down, people laugh, we get up and do it again. So you know, like uh, uh, it's we we won't get into the challenges, but we've had plenty, and you know, it's important to lean on the people that are around you, you know, I mean, Ryan's been here doing all, you know, thick and thin. It's like, Hey, what do we do? You know, like I, I, I'm going to make the final call and stuff, and I'm certainly listening not only to investors, but also to the staff that we work with. And, you know, it's nothing's easy, you know, but we have this building. We're not going to leave this building. You know, I mean, we're, we have been a draw for this town. It's exciting. We're working to get, they have that South bank shuttle that goes, through downtown Cincinnati, and then it goes through Covington, and then through Newport and through Bellevue. So I'm working really hard now to get, on the weekend, to get it extended to Ludlow, right? So now I get to hold all of my politicians accountable at the state level and at the local level and even at the federal level because when you create two brewing jobs, so we've got all these investors, you know, that's a $65 million economic impact. And it's neat to be able to throw those numbers up to be the foundation so we don't have to argue about a lot of things. I mean, there's going to be... Here and there and everywhere, but our plumber got us in. He got us inspected, and we're making beer. You know, I mean, Cruzy's the guy, right? Absolutely. <laughs> well, and the uh, the brew system is is gorgeous. It, um, you guys aren't just kind of rolling into a space and saying, "Oh, you know what? You know, craft beer's big. You know, we'll we'll try that and see if that gets people in the door." And I I feel like there's an opportunity for people to think that that's what's going on here. And it's it's very far from that. It's you know, people talk a lot about passion and how you have to have passion to succeed as a brewery, and it's very much the case with with both sides of what this place is, with the circus, with the brewery. Like there's 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 passion all around here, and I I, I hope that people can see that and understand that when they walk in here. Well, they will. You know, I mean, they either will or they won't. You know, I mean, like there's a. There's a, I think it's the city of seven hills, right? And people stay on the hill. Like, they don't go down the holler. I mean, it's kind of Hatfields and McCoy concept, all right? So, like, I'm from Cleveland. Sean's from Chicago. Thank goodness we have Ryan here to keep us balanced. Grounded. Grounded yes. here. Yes. From Cold Spring or Springs, is it with an S? 
Spring. One spring. Just, just one, one spring. spring apparently okay. one spring. <laughs> Two S's so, at the end, I think. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, they'll come or they won't come. You know, we have a 40-car parking lot that we've leased, and it took us a long time. So it's administrated by Norfolk Southern, but it's owned by Cincinnati, Texas, and New Orleans and Pacific Railway. So it took a long time to get that through. I said I wanted to get it done, and then Penny, who's our, our you know, part, her contortionist is her title, but she doesn't really, she's not a contortionist really, okay, but she bends around and gets <laughs> shit done, okay? She does all the other, like, so, she's, yeah. you know, so, so Penny, Penny uh, got, got right. that through, and, you know, if we would have done it the other way, if we would have waited to open up as an assembly with 350 people to be able to go here, and then the railroad would have charged us 10 times what they're charging us now, but we got a six-year lease on a 40-car parking lot, so the interface is going to be easy. People will leave Fort Mitchell to go to Rheingeist once. It'll take them 20 minutes to get there, 20 minutes to find parking. They'll go up 60 steps. I'm like, wow, this is a neat place, okay? So, like, that, that will happen in northern Kentucky, but they don't leave, right? So we have this whole market from Hebron to Fort Mitchell to Fort Wright, all the forts, you know, and, like, well, they'll just come here, and they'll get belly dance one week. They'll get wrestling the next. They'll get <laughs> motorcycles. We'll do, do, like, circus shows. We'll make stuff really that'll be with great beer and great food. You know, we're, our next door, our office is going to be our kitchen. So, like, th- that's the next phase is to add food here. You know, it's going to be really, you know, great source locally food and, and making it happen. It better be, like, really great circus food, too. I want things <laughs> on a stick. I want <laughs> <laughs> lobster tail corn dogs, baby. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, so... Are we talking time frames at all yet for when this space is open, or is it a lot of that dependent on kind of fundraising stuff still? It's 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 going to be it's fund driven. You know, people pretty soon it'll be too late. You know, it's 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 fascinating, and I do a lot of talking about with the team. You know, before Sean was hired, it's like how can we raise, you know, two hundred and seventy thousand bucks with no beer, no 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 nothing other than talk, and now we've got beer and. and Seligman's our distributor, and they've been incredible. I mean, it's neat. I mean, we're, we're sold at Flip Daddies in Florida. Shout out to, to John Bent, who is one of my favorite people in beer distribution <laughs> um, you know, in he, the Cincinnati area. It's been, you know, and it was neat, you know. So it's cool to be tied into that. And, you know, so we're, we're sold at a lot of places that I didn't think we'd be sold at. And now we're at Hotel Covington, which is really neat. And we're, you know, at Amerasia. And we're, we're, we're at some neat spots. So and the Buffalo Bar. The Buff down the road in Ludlow. If you want to smoke and get a frosty mug of beers, that's where it is. <laughs> Not a lot of places you can do that. So longer term, I don't know how far out you're, you're looking at the picture of what this is or what this could be. What is, what is the kind of the goal for what Birkus is? How big does this get? How um, is this a like a franchise kind of idea that could spring up in other cities? What is what's the big picture? That's the go- yeah. We're not going to can and, and bottle. It's not a big big plans. I mean, things could change. You know, people could come in and be like, hey, "Listen, I'll give you all this money if you do this," and then I have to listen to them. Okay, because it's part of getting the money. But but the goal is to. I'll have, give you ten dollars for a six pack. Well. <laughs> Okay, but but it costs a fortune, you know. Like I don't want to, you know, nothing against the mobile canning lines, right? Okay, but we'd rather, you know, our beers in plastic kegs. It's going out the door. We pick up the kegs. We're using circus. We're making circus props out of them. You know, we want to do Birkus 2.0 in Savannah, maybe Phoenix. Like we want to have five, maybe ten of these all over the country. Kind of Hofbrauhaus, the concept, if you will, like Hofbrauhaus. We're, we're not fans of Hofbrauhaus on That's this okay. show. We'll uh, talk about that story afterwards. <laughs> you know, it, it's whether you're fan. You know, some people are scared of clowns, right? You know, some people hate circus animals. You know, I don't. I don't really care as much. Like we're. That's the goal is to you know have multiple destinations because every city has a Ludlow, 
Okay, every Ludlow has a movie theater or a church they don't know what the hell to do with. And what we've been working on is putting together like a systematic, you know, business to make money, but also make some great things happen in these other cities. But, it, you know, it could be an idea where you open a facility that is a circus and then the beer is coming from Ludlow to them and they're selling it there too. Like there's there's a lot of opportunities for some kind of... But then this gets very big here. I, you know, I just I, how how big is too big? Is there oh, Ringling Brothers closed this year, so four hundred of my friends all lost their jobs. Okay, like with no oversight, no like a two month notice. My buddy right. Gabor from Hungary, you know, like he sold his car, sold his apartment, came here thinking he had a four four year job in the United States. They canceled his visa, sent his you know sent him home. So that is the kind of the driver. Is like how do we so Circus Mojo is, is, is one of the projects that, we, that I run, okay? So in the morning, we work at Children's Hospital. In the afternoon, we work at detention centers, nursing homes, doing after-school programs. But I can't pay a living wage for the artists who work with me. But as soon as we add the brewing component to it, we can pay them to perform at bars that pour our beer. We can pay them to perform here at our venue. So there is kind of an unlimited pipeline of dynamic entertainers. And here in this building, we got three people to get on the finals of America's Got Talent, which is kind of like the new circus, if you will. So it's kind of like this is the minor leagues. So on their way up, they come and they spend some time here. And if they could survive and thrive, then it's good for them. So that is gonna, that's what I'm best at, okay, and selling other people's beer. I right. tried that. So, you know, Sean could bring in these ideas. Ryan could say, hey, you know, no, we need to do this. And it's a thing where investors will make help us make those decisions and – the market will drive those decisions, but you know, competing for shelf space at Kroger's is not on our immediate agenda. It's 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 not what this place is about, and um, I think I I I feel like I get that. I I hope that everybody else does. I hope people kind of see what this place really is. Like I, it's really easy to throw it on a list with the forty. What forty four, forty five other breweries in Cincinnati and say here, here's another one. Yeah, that's missing the point though, and it's missing what this place is. It really is something different and something special. And I, I, I hope people don't think that I'm just saying that because we're sitting here drinking beer around a table and it's it's fantastic beer and I'm <laughs> having fun. Like I, I really do feel like this is an idea that. Uh, Certainly, nobody else around here <laughs> is doing. But they could try. You could throw all the circuses you want, fools. But you know, this is what we do. <laughs> this is what we do. So, I mean, it, it's not extremely relevant to a beer podcast. But like, you know, circus. Like, how how does somebody get involved in a circus? You have to be running from something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're in the middle of like a TV show now. <laughs> like there's like going to be some big long like montage. No, of, like, no, no. I, 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 I wanted to perform. I dropped out of school to join the circus. I went back. Here's the little bit of romantic advice I'll, I'll offer to your listeners. I asked my wife to marry me before I dropped out of college and joined the circus. Okay, so this is an important yeah, order. I got, I got married before I started blogging about beer. It's very, very similar. <laughs> so. so um, so we, we just celebrated 20 years uh, of... Uh, Congratulations. Really great. So, you know, and the circus is great. You know, the circus is not over. Ringling Brothers is over, but, you know, my friends are now at Cirque du Soleil, and they perform on cruise ships, and they'll come to Ludlow. I mean, it's, it is, uh, as an artist coming up, it's really important to get great footage of you doing actual circus. 
and Ryan, you know, is a great photographer and designer and welder and plan manager. So, you know, Ryan's been taking pictures of all these artists on their way up. So that's kind of providing the framework that they need. So we've hosted artists from 30 different countries here in Ludlow. In Ludlow, Kentucky. And that's hard for people to process. <laughs> but I want any Republican beer drinkers out there to know that they're not taking jobs away from American circus performers. Okay. They're all here legally with visas. Okay. So relax. Okay. But they're definitely mixing it up with everybody. And that's, I'm an independent myself, so I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> but they come here and they perform in unique venue, you know, with great pictures and great stuff. And then all of a sudden they're working at Ferrari world in Abu Dhabi. They're working on cruise ships at Royal Caribbean and they kind of throw off. So, some of the investors in our brewery, you know, I didn't have a lot of startups capital, so they have sweat equity, so they came and performed in their owners in the brewery. And they're taking huge and beautiful ownership in it. And when it's time to perform for Seligman, you know, one of the guys is from Ethiopia, his name's Sam. So he's an investor, you know, he's a sweat equity guy. And he came down and was rolling around in this big gym wheel. And the audience, it was all the sales reps, and some of them just didn't want to enjoy the circus at all. Like, they were like, what? Bud Light, Bud Light. Bud we Light. sell Bud. You know, but, 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 you know, John opened the door for us. We brought a great circus. Sean's there. You know, Ron's Get these there. craft beer circus freaks out of here. You know, no, no, they loved it. It was cool. It was really cool. But, you know, this dude from Ethiopia is rolling around doing crazy circus stuff, and it was like this real thing. You know, it was like, wow. So... If if you can make a Budweiser Clydesdale smile, you can do anything. Hey, they're going to be out of work soon too. Peter, Peter will probably like organize some something crazy about that. So I mean, I, I always kind of ask people what they want people to know about their place that they don't already know about. Um, what makes this place so special to you guys? Can you put it into some kind of a a quick little piece for people. I mean, I've been quiet, so I'll just say, I mean, you know, as Paul said, I've worked for him for what, seven years now. Worked Eight. with me mostly. I mean, yeah, sorry, not no, no, for, but for, with. with together, whatever. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, you know, a, a lot of it, I mean, for me, it's just the beer. Um, it's good. Sessionable <laughs> beer. All of it. Uh, no, uh, I think we're supposed to say crushable. Gosh. I think that's the new yeah. word. Well, poundable. Poundable, poundable. poundable <laughs> as well. Um, I don't know. It, it's an easy place to work. It's an awesome place to work. Paul's a joy to work with, as is Sean. Uh, we're truly doing it for the love of beer at this point. Um, that tap room, you know. We we got to get the tap room open, and, well, yeah, and, so and then we, we can even, show the world. We didn't even kind know? of talk about what this place will look like. When yeah. you, we, let's, let's let's do that real quick too before we run out of time. Well, it's the internet; we don't can't run out of time. But <laughs> so, like, you walk in the front kind of space will be a quote unquote traditional kind of tap room area, right? There's going to be a bar, a place for people to sit down, grab a beer, um, but it kind of overlooks this other space where we're sitting right where I wish people could say this is one of those shows we probably should have put up live because we're sitting in the middle of like this performance space on this big red round carpet with these spotlights. Shining. <laughs> it's like, I feel like I'm going to get ready to perform and do something, but um, the brewery sits in the back of the space. Um, you can see it from everywhere in the space. There's two balconies, kind of, I think you called it VIP seating, um, some, some space where you can really see everything from one spot. It's a place to sit and watch 
instead of just sit and watch and drink. Although you can drink there too. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's a it's it's a well, and, you know it's it's great and the you know Ryan I was like hey man let's make this look good so what was it was it a goo was it a what's the three D thing that you put together. Oh man, that was ghetto. It was. Yeah, it's uh, ghetto, it looked like that, the uh, it's money for nothing ba-da, video. Ba-da, yeah, ba-da, absolutely. Ba-da, but ba-da, I did what I could as a walkthrough. Well, it's, it, you know, it, it, it's when people come here, like the, people can go on brewery tours. You know, like we're not going to have Connect Four here. Like no two by four Jenga. Like it's just going to be different. You know, right. like, and there'll be events and live music. I mean, there's a great music scene here in Ludlow now. I mean, there's a place called the Folk School Coffee Parlor, and before they opened up. They would provide these great bluegrass and kind of folk musicians, and it would be folk musicians with like a death metal band, okay? So, and we could put 300 people here, so I always kind of cross-pollinate other groups. And, you know, when the marquee's on this building, basically, you know, like the Marianne Theater in Bellevue or, you know, whatever, whatever, the Esquire up on Ludlow Avenue in Clifton, like we have a movie theater, and we have a brewery in the back, and we have done every imaginable kind of performance under the sun, and we feel confident that people will come here and they will come back and they will drink great beer and they will eat great food and it'll just be a, a destination. So, you know, we, we need to engage these investors. Like soon it will be too late. You'll be like, man, I heard that podcast. It was a thousand bucks. I spent that much just oh. last week. At a bar. What the, why, why, beer budget? I, why didn't I not invest? What is wrong with me? So, you know, because we're, we're going to make a ton of money too. And it's just the circus is just different. But you know? even beyond that, just, just helping this become something very different as far as Cincinnati, even if, you, if you're a beer guy and you could give two shits about a circus, like this is a very different type of brewery. And it's, it started out of, out of a, a passion for something else and it's kind of led into this thing and it's 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 a it's a really neat idea and i i i want to see more places in cincinnati not necessarily more circus breweries but i want to see more places where people are opening a place to help create something i mean we we didn't talk about some of the, the we, we did a little bit but the, the charitable stuff that the circus is doing my my wife works for saint joseph orphanage and she you know, this this idea of giving back to a community, like I see it, you know, with, with, with people every single day where that's that's what drives them, that's what makes them get up in the morning and that's what this is. That's what that's that's this this thing behind craft beer and you guys are, are, are tying it together. Like it's I, it's know, it's and, really neat to me. And a big shout out to you know, West Six. So we were their Coco Porter pay it forward. Okay. So last year they wrote a check for, you know, in Stagnaro, help match it. So it was like 2650 bucks, And we used that money that they donated, and we took some troublemaking poor kids from Ludlow on their first airplane trip over to Germany. So it's not only like we're hosting artists from all over, but we're taking young people and exposing them to some other things. And people are always like, you can't mix up kids and, and beer and yada, yada. I'm like, listen. I'm a product of 12 years of Catholic school. And if it weren't for all that beer sold at all those festivals, there would be no Catholic schools, right? So, beer and gambling. No gambling here, but it, it, it's, they're separate entities. We don't have kids out here performing. But, you know, what it does for us is it really provides this kind of foundation, provides some bandwidth. And, you know, it's cool, too, because people who have been sending their kids to summer camp, then they're in the, the moms and dads that come in for a corporate team building. And now it's like, hey, look, some of them have invested in the brewery. So we have... You know, there's a lot of different touch points that we're able to connect with people on, and that is something that is 
going to differentiate us, you know. So Circus Mojo will host corporate team buildings here. And what will it end with? It will end with some great food and some great beer. <laughs> right. And that is exciting. You know, Even like, if you don't have fun with whatever your corporate team building is at the end of the day, <laughs> get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I can't thank you guys enough for, for taking the time out on a miserable, rainy, um, was it Monday? I think it's Monday. It is. Monday fun day. <laughs> to, to sit here and do this. And uh, I... Wish you guys nothing but continued success, and uh, I, I can't wait to see this place explode, and I can't wait to see some of the uh, the breweries in Cincinnati scratching their heads trying to figure it out and trying to be like, well, uh, can you do that? <laughs> like, just try trying to understand it, and it's it's fun to me just kind of flipping that traditional model on its head and saying, you know what, this is this is who we are, and and come drink our beer, you know, like it's uh, it's fun. I I'm I'm really excited for you guys. And um, the beers, the beer is delicious. Thank you. People can get the beer. Um, uh, yeah, what's what's cool. the easiest way to find where it's on tap? Is it untapped? Is that uh, where probably we untapped? People? You know, I mean, we, we we could we could do a better job of promoting where it is. It's hard to tell. So, like Seligman sends us the sell sheet, but we don't know necessarily when it's on. But you know, like Camparoso Pizza up in Fort Mitchell, it's awesome. So the guy, him and his wife, that own that place. They grew up in Ludlow. They, you know, their first date was here at the movie theater. So, like, they, they've got, got a big tie to this place, you know. So they just tweeted or Instagrammed or whatever they did, you know, Birkus on tap so that we showed up and did some circus. So it's cool because, again, we're, we're cross-promoting. We're collaborating. We're working together with them. And, uh, you know, so, ch- you know, check it out. And it's, again, reverse engineering. Our system's big enough where we can sustain 12 to 15 outlets all over and then still make enough to right. pour on site. So it's just... You know, we want people to taste our beer there, taste a little bit of circus, but then have that drive. Do you think there's going to be that person that gets the beer somewhere else, doesn't really understand what it is, and comes in here and walks into this place that first time and is like, oh, what, what, <laughs> what, what is this? That's the hope. I mean, I, I it's Amerasia. You know, yeah, I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, Amerasia has been huge. I mean, they, they carry two to four of our beers at any given time. Yeah, I was in there uh, yesterday. They have five on right now. Yeah, Southgate so. House Revival. They've had our blonde on from day one. Uh, we're doing the Iron Fest ale for them for Iron Fest. Was that November eleventh, twelfth? I think. Yeah, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. So we're doing a special brew for them uh, for the festival. So, so yeah, if, we're, we're if, getting spread out all over. If you want to find Birkis beer. Um, Get on Untapped and kind of look, or just get on Twitter and start yelling at John Ben, and he'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and tell him the gnome sent you. <laughs> well, uh, again, I you know thank you guys deeply for 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 making this show happen, and I I I cannot wait to see what this looks like in a year, in five years, in ten years. How about years, three and... months? How about your listeners? How about <laughs> yeah. Brewcast? You all like, get on and write some checks, fools. I mean, we got, we got to get you engaged. We, 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 want to, we, we want to find that right group of folks. Well, thank you guys very much. Thanks um, for coming out. We, um, we'll be back next week. We're talking to another new brewery. Uh, 16 Lots, I think, is next week. If not, it's the week after. <laughs> I don't have a calendar sitting in front of me. Um, everybody get on um, beerkiss.com. Is that right? Look how, look how good I am, even without any notes in front of me. Um, drink the beer. Um, write a check. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs>